everyone. Welcome back to my podcast, Love and Courageous. I'm your host, Demetrius. And today I will be talking about Deobra Redden, the man that jumped on the judge. But also, before I get into that, I do want to say that it is Black History Month. So happy Black History Month, everyone. And what I'm going to do is at the end of each of my episodes, I will be giving out a Black History fact. Because it is so important for us to be educated on Black history. Black history is one of the biggest histories ever, but it's also whitewashed as well. So a lot of people and even a lot of Black people don't even know our own history. So it's very important that we educate ourselves, but also others. So I just want to mention that. But now I'm going to get into the boar redden. So there's a video that went viral of a man jumping over the bench and attacking a judge in Clark County of Nevada. The man was identified as the boar redden who was 30 years old. The incident took place after the boar redden asked the judge who was identified as Mary Kay Holtis for probation instead of time behind bars. He told her that he just started his new job and he was getting his life together and was trying to continue with his education. But after the judge looked over his criminal history, which the board read and has a history of multiple domestic violence cases, attempted home invasion, robberies, misdemeanors, and three felonies. So the judge replied to him and said, I quote, I appreciate that, but I think it's time that he gets a taste of something else because I just can't with that history. So then the board read and decided to say F that B and run towards the judge, literally jumping over the bench and attacking her. So in the video, it shows like other officers jumping on him and punching him and trying to get him off, you know, the judge. Now, the judge, she was a little down because she was, like, hiding underneath the, like, the bench. She was down for a little while. Then she decided to get back up. But the Clark County courts did say that she experienced some injuries and that some of her hair was pulling out. Now, they did say the judge returned back to work a few days later, but also that a clerk did suffer a cut to his hand, and then a deputy suffered a gash to his head and a discolated shoulder and had to be hospitalized. So then the board Redden had to be scheduled for another court date. He was scheduled to return back to court on January the 3rd. So on January the 3rd, he appeared in court in shackles with a mask over his face and wearing orange mitts on his hands. Now, When he returned back to court, they had to finish sentencing him for the original case that he was showing up to court for. So he was initially charged with felony assault with a deadly weapon in relation to a baseball bat attack. Now, in November of last year, 2023, the board read and pleaded guilty to a reduced battery charge and was released from custody. Due to a deal 
that was made between the prosecutors and his attorney. Now, the boy Redden was sentenced to 19 months to four years in prison for a charge of attempted battery with substantial bodily harm. Because the boy Redden wants to attack a judge, he has to go to court to be sentenced for these charges as well. So now he has 13 new charges, including coercion with force, intimidation of a public officer, multiple counts of battery on a protected person, and extortion. Now I'm just going to give my opinion on all this. So I don't really have much to say, but I will say he was dumb to jump on the judge. First of all, you literally just lied to this woman and show that you are a narcissist. Like the fact that he said, you know, um, this got me a new job trying to, you know, do better. And then the moment he heard what he did not want to hear, you literally showed her that you did not change. The fact that he jumped over the bench and I said, he literally like, that man literally like flew his whole body over that dang old bench. And I'm like, okay, so you basically didn't change and you showed her that. Now, he was already going to get time for what he did before he attacked that judge. But if he wouldn't have attacked her, I mean, sweetheart, he probably could have did some time and probably got out. But now you ain't getting out. They're going to make sure that he's not getting out anytime soon. So I was like, okay, well, you just made it harder on yourself. And the fact that he got 13 new charges, oh, he ain't getting out. He might as well want to kiss that job that he said he had goodbye. Because I'm pretty sure after they saw that video, he got fired. So that is all that I have to say about that topic. But now I will get into the Black History fact of today. So I'll be talking about the Queen Jenga Bondi. Jenga Bondi was a skilled negotiator and a warrior queen who fought against the Portuguese and their expanding slave trade in Central Africa. She also ruled over two kingdoms, Matamba and Ndongo. The Queen Jenga was born into a royal family. Her father, whose name was Nagola Kiliwanji Kiyasamba, he was the king, and she also had a brother named Bondi, who took over from his father. So her brother, Bondi, removed his father from his throne and took over the kingdom. He also killed Jenga's son and ordered doctors to sterilize her. Jenga had to flee from her kingdom and actually moved to Kingdom Matamba. Now, the kingdom that her brother was ruling, which was the kingdom of Dongo, was falling apart. There were raids on the slave trade from the Portuguese. So he decided to send his sister to make an agreement with the Portuguese on the kingdom's behalf. So Jenga actually spoke Portuguese fluently. And she decided to accept her brother's request and met with the governor of Portuguese whose name was Joao Cora de Souza. They made a peace agreement between the Portuguese and her people. Now, Jenga negotiated that the slave raids would end in exchange for establishing 
trading routes for the Portuguese. She also demanded that Ndongo would be recognized as a sovereign nation. So after she met with the governor, Jinga decided to change religions. She was baptized as a Catholic and even changed her name to Dona Ana de Souza. She took the governor's last name out of honor of his wife, who was her godmother. Now, when she changed her religion, it was not due to a religious act. It was actually a political move. She allowed the Portuguese missionaries to set up in the kingdom so that they could bring their advanced technology to the nation. She also created powerful allies with the Dutch army. So for the Portuguese to have access to Central Africa, they had to go through Ndongo, conquer it and establish a slave trade. And they actually did not keep up with their agreement that they made with Jenga. So the people of Dongo had to fight off the Portuguese. Jenga led her army to battle against the Portuguese. So when Jenga's brother Bondi passed away, she took over the kingdom. Now, due to lack of women leaders in the kingdom of Dongo, Jenga actually faced a lot of resistance. And during this time, the Portuguese army was after her. So she decided to take her people and move back to the kingdom of Mathamba. She conquered the kingdom and declared herself the queen. Now, it was easier for her to become the queen of Matamba because Matamba had a history of queen ruling. So Jenga also used her alliance with the Dutch to fight against the Portuguese. And since the Dutch were also fighting against the Portuguese, they teamed up with Jenga's army. Now, Jenga continued to establish relationships with other armies to strengthen her power and keep the Portuguese from advancing. And she was also called a visionary military leader. And due to her alliance with the Dutch army, she was actually able to reclaim the kingdom of Dongo. And she became queen of both kingdoms. So kingdom of Dongo and kingdom of Matamba. But also another fact of the queen Jenga Bandi, she was a pioneer for women. Jenga decided to include women into the military and even made them generals. She even put some women in government positions. Jenga is also known for taking a stand against societal expectations, and creating roles for women. And that is all for today. Now for next weekend, I'll be speaking on the importance of voting and also the history of voting. So thank you all for tuning in and listening to my podcast. I hope you all have a lovely day.